Where's it going, Rudy? I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? Episode of the Reddit Horror Club. I have no funny intro, just that none of us like this movie. So let's get started. I'm joined as always by Adam and Scott, and we're going to talk about Dead Snow, Red versus Dead. What a piece of shit! <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's I, we're going to maybe fight on that a little bit. I have problems with it, but my main problem is that it's forgettable. It's nothing. It's boring and just blah. Middle of the road. It's- if I hadn't, um, if I hadn't messaged you guys for the first half an hour before I fell asleep the first time watching this movie, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'd remember anything from it. <laughs> um, yeah, I took a bunch of notes, and I really don't remember too much of what the notes mean. So um, let's. Uh, so so the movie starts off. Well, actually, let's start off with this. There was a major dispute. Um, <laughs> Between if this movie was in English or not, between the three of us. <laughs> I like how that's the only dispute, not that it's a piece of shit, just rather than... Well, we're all, we're all in agreement on that. Whether this was English or not is a whole different story, because... Okay, I, I was watching this on Matt's Netflix. He gave me his Netflix. So I'm, I, I'm looking online for, for a copy of it, and I can't find one that has subtitles. Everywhere I go, it's German, and I can't understand it. So I said, oh, I'm not going to be able to watch this. So Matt gave me his Netflix. And he said, well, it's in, it's in English. I don't know what the problem is, but here's my Netflix. And I pull up his Netflix, and it's in fucking German, too. And it's got subtitles. And so Matt and Scott are both fighting me that this was not in German, that it was dubbed English, even though it wasn't for me. I don't even think it was dubbed English. I think a large portion it was, of it is just straight English. It's it's in English. It's a um, It was a Norwegian film, so, the, yeah, it's... Okay, not German, but Norwegian. Norwegian? Is that what they speak? I don't know. I, no I don't know idea. what they speak, but it's a Norwegian film, a Norwegian Icelandic film, or ah. But yeah, the 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 weirdest part about this whole fucking thing is that um, it's like not English. I mean, it's not an English film yet. It's in English, and then the English speaking actors have British accents, even though they're very obviously from Europe. Okay, but it's not. <laughs> All right, well, we can talk about this for hours, so let's talk about what actually happened in this movie. So the movie starts off with a recap of the first film, which is helpful since I only watched the first film once, uh, and that was a while ago. But uh, basically, the sole survivor of the first movie escapes, but one of the zombie Nazis uh, gets hit by a truck driver who tries to perform CPR, which I kind of thought was uh, weird to begin with uh and ends up getting attacked like if i don't know i've never hit anybody with my car and ideally that continues but like i don't know if C- is cpr what you're supposed to give someone after you've hit them with a car chances are their ribs are all crutched up and you're just making it worse <laughs> like, 
Truly, are we? Is is that really even worth questioning? Of that's all the bad shit, broke my suspension stupid. of disbelief. Well, <laughs> in the in the beginning narration where he's recapping the movie, he says like, "And this is the point where the zombie Nazis attacked our cabin." I know, as cliche as that sounds, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, we're at the point where that's a cliche. (laughs) (laughs) Also, calling out your cliches doesn't make them any less shitty cliches. They're still stupid. This movie is like, ooh, look how, like, uh, how, um, like, meta we are. Hey, 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 we're in on the jokes. That makes our jokes funny, right? No, it doesn't fucking make your jokes funny. Like, I could explain this movie to someone, and people could be like, ha that's funny. And then I'm like, no. Actually, it's not. Well, okay, so there's a scene... In the very beginning, he gets... Uh, Martin is the name of the main character. Um, gets attacked in his car. And I don't know if it was because I was watching on my laptop, but I had no clue what the fuck was happening. It was so dark. Like, was that... Did you guys have an issue with that, too? Like, is that just no. my shitty laptop? No, I had to shut off all the lights in my apartment just to fucking properly see what was going on. Okay. You're talking about just the first part? In the very, very beginning when, like, the gold coin drops on the floor and then the zombie punches through the window. Like, oh, there's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. a scuffle, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I have no clue what I'm looking at right now. Like, it's all quick cuts, but it's all, like, super dark, and I was like, I have no fucking clue what's going on in this scene. But, uh, anyway, Martin gets into a car accident. The doctor attaches one of the zombie arms to him, which, like, like how shitty is this doctor that that clearly is, like, I don't understand how how the zombie arm suddenly looks fresh, um, and then, like, he slices the doctor open just by hitting him, which I don't understand. No, either. no, no, he, he, he picked up a scalpel. Oh, okay, I missed that. I thought he literally just... Slashed him across the chest with his hand and somehow cut him open. Um, but yeah, he kills a bunch of people because the hand has has a mind of its own. But idle hands it's trying did, to do its idle hand. Yeah, idle hands did it way better. Um, and then one of my notes just says the zombie also gets Martin's arm because why not? <laughs> um, I feel like because why not is basically what the production notes were throughout the entire movie. <laughs> They they go through this whole procedure of having like the the dead Nazi doctor reattach the arm, but then it just attaches via magic anyways. So what the fuck was the point of having the doctor do it? <laughs> oh god, this movie is such a pile of garbage. <laughs> like magic zombies, really? Okay. All right, I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. So he kills. He ends up killing a small child who totally and, deserves it. Fuck that yeah, kid, Bobby's fucking annoying he's a piece of shit and i'm glad he's short-lived in there and then he tries to tries to like resuscitate the kid but only manages to just pull out his heart and just kill him (laughs) furthermore yeah well that actually there you go like explaining things like this it's kind of funny to think of it that way you laugh you're like ah accidents happen blah blah but then no it's not funny in the in the actual context of the film it's just stupid well okay so this is where we get to the part that i was just fucking annoyed by because I love Martin Starr. Martin Starr is super un- underused in this movie and really shouldn't be in this. He deserves better than it. But like the whole like zombie squad thing is uh it's like can't hardly wait level offensive of like what a geek is. And you've got like these 
like, oh, we can't let our landlords know, oh, you mean your parents' jokes. Like, oh, like, I haven't heard that fucking joke before a This is the most times. tired movie ever. Like, yeah. it, ugh. It's, a, I, I think I wrote down that it's, it's basically like a mixtape of scenes that worked better in other movies. In other movies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's got, like, the Ash cutting off his hand scene. It's got... Uh, the fucking, like, the can't-hardly-wait nerds discussing the plan of attack sequence. It's got the idle hands, possessed hands sequence. Like, it's all things that work better. It's got some Indiana Jones shit, too, in it. Um, there's a scene in dialogue... Well, oh, oh, a second. So, I'll... Uh, there's there's two other notes that I have, because, yeah, really, like... I was trying to explain this movie to someone, and it's literally an hour-and-a-half-long movie that is essentially three sequences. That I'm, just I'm go trying, on forever. I'm trying to think. Like we've described so far, the first 15 minutes, and I'm I'm at a loss as to what happens until the very fucking end. Like well, the, what happened because, in the middle of this? Because there's like an hour long sequence of them hiding out in like the historical building while the zombies are attacking a bunch of people in wheelchairs. Um, which did give me the only laugh in the entire movie for me is when the lady in the wheelchair is trying to escape. It's like she just very slowly falls down. Um, that got a chuckle out of me, but that was it. Like, and then there's a scene. There's a scene in this movie that infuriates me so much because it's literally just the writer blowing himself about how unique his movie is. Where like literally Martin Starr says to the other guy, uh, "I've never seen anything like this before. You've literally created your own, a whole new genre here." I'm like, yeah. Oh, my my eyes rolled so hard they fucking popped out the back of my head <laughs> like, when I heard that. That was retarded. Like, yeah. There's one person who is a fan of this movie, and that is the man who the wrote writer. this movie. <laughs> like, yes. yeah. Well, I'm, uh, maybe Plymouth too. I want to know why she picked this. I hope she I, picked it because she hates it and just watched No, it. she didn't. She didn't pick it because she hates it. I think that you guys were right. We were we were messaging a couple days ago and and talking about how. We think the last couple of movies that have be are picked for this round are like people trying to pick stuff that they think we're gonna like, and, and that's, <laughs> that's gonna fucking that's not gonna work out well for you. Yeah, don't, uh, don't ever do that. Yeah, just pick stuff we hate because like if you pick stuff that we you think we're gonna hate, it's gonna end up like Frankenstein's Army where it was fucking great. Well, <laughs> honestly though, this movie I think was picked because we well me. I jerked off uh, Frankenstein's Army so hard, and I was just like, oh, this movie's great, so absurd, blah, blah. Like, I get it. This movie is supposed to be that level of absurdity, but it's just not funny. It just tries so hard and fails so miserably. This is the worst pick we have ever had in the three years and 200 movies? How many no, fucking that's, movies? No, that's no, I will stop yeah, you you're, right you're there. You're full of shit. There's no way. <laughs> There's... What, what's worse than this? Red, um, white, blue. Wakewood, red, white, and blue. No, 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 no. No, I'm not talking about, like, offensiveness. I'm talking about just straight waste of time. Yeah, no, red, white, I still, dis- I I still so... disagree. <laughs> I, was, I, was I would watch Red, white, like, like, a week after Wakewood, I watched Red, white, blue. Yeah, Wakewood uh, was... was the still probably the worst thing that we've ever had to watch. Here's the best thing about Wakewood. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I watched like the first 20 minutes. I was like, this sucks. I turned it off. And now I'm a fucking co-host and have to watch this full. <laughs> <laughs> was, was Ganja and Hess an easier sit through than this movie? Yeah. Cause there are boobs. 
oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so actually, to, to kind of go with the point that you're trying to make, um, I mean, I didn't really watch that much, so I can't really go into the, uh, you know, what did we watch this week. But one of the things that I am going to talk about a little bit more in detail is that I watched Kung Fury. And wait, 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 wait. Before... Before we get into Kung Fury, though, aren't we supposed to do notes? Because I have notes, too. Well, no, 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 no. I'm tying this back into to, oh, okay. to Dead Snow, too. So, okay. So Kung Fury, I think, is the exact same issue uh, in two different ways. Number one, it's a movie that multiple people have told me to watch now, even after I've already seen it, because of a misunderstanding of, like, oh, this is something that Matt would like. And uh, I can get into that more when we talk about what we watch, why I disagree with that. But the other thing is that it's one of those movies that's just like, hey, it's ridiculous, so you're supposed to love it, right? And, like, it it falls into that family guy type level of ridiculous where it's like, no, ridiculous only takes you so far. And there has to be, like, a rhyme or reason to the ridiculous after a while. And that's what I think is one of the biggest issues with something like Dead Snow is that it's just – Hey, none of this has to make sense because people are going to like it because it's absurd. And, like, somehow, here's the thing that sucks. All three of us are in agreement that this is not a good movie and not a movie that we'd ever want to watch again. This movie has a fucking 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I saw that too, and I (laughs) cannot believe it. (laughs) Is Rotten Tomatoes all 13-year-olds? Because that's the only explanation. No, their their, uh, percentages are based on the actual critical reviews like the the Roger Eberts and the Ruperts and all those like those are the guys whose reviews count like you have to the the one guy had to write reviews for Geekscape for almost a decade before he was even eligible to be considered one of the uh critics whose opinions mattered for uh Rotten Tomatoes like you have to be a super established film critic well, uh, those people don't watch as much horror movies as we do. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> They watch like two horror movies a year, and they're watching like Unfriended and the newest Paranormal Activity. So when something that, and I'm using quotation marks, like skewers the genre comes along, they think it's something special. But this is bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I'm, you know what? You now that you bring that up, I'm sure that like if I had to watch Dead Snow two. Immediately after having to watch, like, I don't know, Ouija, the Poltergeist remake, and Unfriended, I'd think it was pretty goddamn good, too. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But as far as just sitting down and watching it as, like, a movie that I really don't feel like watching in the first place, but then having to watch, I was like, this is fucking garbage. And I heard so many people tell me it was better than the first Dead Snow and, like, I don't remember the first Dead Snow that much at all. I remember just thinking nothing about it, but... Is it is it serious? Well, I can't no, figure I out what the tone of this is. one is, either. Well, I think this I, one is... It's, its tongue is so firmly in cheek that it's... It, it's just... You can't... You can't get through the layers of, like, meta and sarcasm and... It's just... It's a piece of garbage, man. All right, so they are at the museum, and they use a guy's intestines to refill a gas tank on a tank. Yeah, because, again, um, why not? They realize <laughs> that they have to go wake up Russians, and that Martin's arm will allow him to do that. Blah, 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 blah. They wake up the Russians, and then they have the final battle, uh, which is not enjoyable either. It's boring. It's not even in- Yeah, it's not even interesting. 
It's super. And the hard. one chick, the one blonde chick who like shows up, she's like, "Thought you guys could use some help," and then she goes, "Ah!" and makes this stupid face. I was like, "I don't care how much you got paid to do that. That was terrible." Um. Also, it, is it wrong of me to have some serious doubts that two hot chicks would have anything to do with the zombie squad? Yeah. Well, why? They both seem mentally deficient, so <laughs> it's probably got a lot to do with it. Anyway, so they they kill the main Nazi zombie, and Martin runs away, and he he brings his dead girlfriend back to life and proceeds to have sex with the rotting zombie corpse of his dead girlfriend. Uh, and that's set so, to totally another, another to fucking heart. reference to Titanic. I mean, like, if we if I had a if I took a drink every time there was a reference to another movie in this movie. I don't think I'd have lived through the night. Oh, probably not. And uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart plays us plays us out, and that's the end See, of this shitty fucking and movie. It's trying five and a half though. minutes of Total Eclipse of the Heart. Nobody actually wants to listen to the entire Total Eclipse of the Heart. I don't know why they would put it in this movie. I mean, I can see putting like thirty seconds in. Maybe. I mean, I, I like I like the song enough, but not enough to really want to watch someone bone a dead body for five minutes. I don't think there is a song that you could play that would make me want to watch that. <laughs> Corpse you guys Grinded Man Cold by Girl? Harley Poe. <laughs> Cold Blue by TSOL. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, let's let's get into notes if we can. Yeah. Adam, you want to go first? Because I, I just I just want to read off the shit that I said in the, the Facebook conversation. All right, well, let's do the notes intro here. And, Scott, you can go ahead and do yours first. Okay. All right. So um, we're arguing about... uh, um, So these zombies don't want to eat people at all? What a retarded twist. Um, And... uh, and I said, boy, somebody wanted to make another Return of the Living Dead. Um, <laughs> Adam says, you'll understand everything this movie has to say at about 30 minutes and can guess the entire end. And I said, ugh, these jokes are terrible. Matt says, the movie is like a mixtape of things that worked in other movies. Uh, then we argued about um, the language barriers and things like this. Uh, Adam said, I will record video of it and you're both dumb. But he misspelled your, so fuck you. Fuck you guys. And then uh, I said, oh, wonderful, they gave him the Nazi arm. Wouldn't that arm just infect him with zombieism? Uh, I found the part that broke my suspension of disbelief. Can I turn this off now? Adam says, no, damn you, we all suffer. Wait until the Star Wars bullshit. And uh, I quoted the old man, I'm in the mood for some head. And then, well, that was predictable, because, of course, his wife's head gets thrown in his lap, which I've seen in, like, three other movies. Um, This must be amazing to 13-year-olds. Oh, and they can just reattach limbs. Okay. Why would anybody make this? It's so unfunny. So many magic powers. Semanek is going to jizz his pants. Uh, and I said, well, maybe not because he didn't get to read a thousand-page book to discuss it. <laughs> Their magic can go inside a church? Idiotic. Uh, uh, yeah, and I just said that I had to... I had to document it or else I'd forget. So yeah, that, that, those are my notes because I fell asleep and then... Saturday morning, I made myself slog through the last 20 minutes. So I missed, like, I missed basically the middle part when they're, like, 
fighting them in the fighting the zombies in the the, the history museum or whatever. And I, I I knew I didn't miss anything. I just needed to see how it ended in case there was some funny twist, and there wasn't. <laughs> All right. All right, let's hear some of the Adam notes. I know you say you didn't have too many, though. No, I ended up with quite a few. Oh, sweet. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Pointing out your cliches does not make them okay. Neither it, It's neither okay to do an Evil Dead ripoff either. Not cool. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> do that shitty movie. Uh, the Nazi, and he says, um, over in the voiceover, he goes, the Nazis took her, too. And it, it's showing a scene of him stabbing his girlfriend. The Nazis didn't take her. You fucking you killed, killed her. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what are you talking? Don't blame it on the Nazis. Come on. <laughs> um, audible size per minute, 12. <laughs> and then the Nazi stares at the fish for a long time. And I'm like, Nazis love fish? I don't understand what's going on here. Huh? Okay, so this arm looked nothing like your other arm and was wearing different clothes. But we reattached it. You lucky so-and-so, you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I like this voice. Add to the fucking list. <laughs> <laughs> we got Vincent Price. We got German accent. Um, we got Toulon. That would just that would just make him a zombie too, wouldn't it? Dude, I just guess read, I don't. Read the fucking rest of these in Toulon's voice. <laughs> oh, come, my friends, let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, so can we take a pause right now so I can just say that I played someone the uh, Puppet Master Three episode in my car the other day because I was so proud of that episode, and I've <laughs> you have it might be my favorite note that you've ever written, but it's like. <laughs> What the fuck is he doing cracking wise? His wife just died yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but he's on a hunt to kill Nazis. Do <laughs> you have the one where it's like, they'll be well armed, but you will too, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good episode. Oh, shit. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> Um, am I watching fucking American Mary here? Why is there so much arm swapping in this movie? <laughs> Christ Almighty, this is stupid. That could have been one of a hundred hundred reasons to take that note. Yeah. Uh, this this note takes up an entire page because I read it. I wrote it in huge letters because I was angry. It goes, "Oh my God, this is the stupidest shit in the world." Zombie Squad, fucking tourist kid, triple chocolate fudge, fucking. Ugh, <laughs> I'd say what happened to you, Martin Starr, but you never really did shit, anyways. No, no. Yeah, but I Lol. love him. I love okay, him so much. <laughs> you love him because he's mediocre. No, I love him because he's usually good in things, even if it's a small part. He was you great. Freaks and Geeks, he was great. His episode of Undeclared was good. You know, aside from Freaks and Geeks, everything you've ever seen him in, he's high as fuck. Oh, most likely. I, I even like him in, uh, what's that movie with Tom Green? Uh, Stealing Harvard. <laughs> and he plays the guy oh, that runs the convenience store that gets robbed. I like him in uh, Knocked Up, where he's not allowed to shave or cut his hair for an entire year. He's, he's doing the Dirty Man Challenge. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Knocked Up, and for some reason, my friends don't love that movie as much as me, and so I don't get to quote it, which is finding just out, sad. Finding out afterwards how much of a cunt Katherine Heigl is kind of wrecks that movie's charm a little bit. But uh, Yeah, lol. Katherine Heigl... Sorry, Kath no. Heigl's best moment is probably in My Father the Hero with uh, uh, that French dude, uh, Gerard Depardieu, when she's like, 
she's like, oh, I'm fucking 14 and a total bitch to my dad and to his wife and my mom and everybody in the world. Ah, we're going to go on this vacation, but fuck my dad. I'm going to pretend that he's my boyfriend. Like, it is just, that movie would never get made nowadays. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. <laughs> I did because Megan and I watched some of it like a year ago because I think it was on Netflix. And uh, I don't think that she even got through the whole thing. She's like, God, this movie's not like what I remembered it being. <laughs> Plus, I mean, Catherine Hagel's a bitch. <laughs> I think that's what we're really trying to get here, listeners. I would oh, rather talk about anything than this movie. Anyway, Seriously, continue, I don't even care. Adam. This is the worst movie we've discussed. I'm going to disagree with that, but continue, Adam. Yeah, I'm sure we can find other evidence to back us up, but um, this whole zombie squad is staring into the camera the entire movie and going, "Lol, we are nerds. Nerds are we. Ha ha ha. Like, fuck off. Um, they concentrate on... What's that? They need you wearing fedoras to make it... <laughs> yeah, that would be fedorable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they show wheelchair guy, like, 15 times, and I'm like, okay, well, he's gonna die, that's for fucking sure. Concentrate on him so much. Um, yes, hello, welcome to the Exposition Museum. We will explain everything that's going to happen in this movie to you. <laughs> oh, gross, Martin, don't touch the puke, that's gross. <laughs> Man, I cannot handle Martin Starr's dialogue. It is fucking awful. And I swear to God, one more fucking Star Wars quote out of this chick, and I'm shutting this fucking movie off. Oh, my God, that was so ham-fisted and stupid. Oh, my God, it made my head hurt just fucking listening to that. All right, you guys know what's never funny. I mean, it's just like it's never funny. This movie, once, ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> No, not the Nazis. They're like a ten-minute walk outside of Talvik. The Russians are like a few hours drive outside of Talvik. But I'm betting that tomorrow they're all going to show up at the same time. <laughs> they're only like five minutes late. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Nazis even the Nazis are behind them. How do you get a troop of Russians down? The, like they drove like a whole day to get to this Russian place, and then they're there before the Nazis, who were like. 10 minutes outside of the place? Like, what happened? Did the Nazis Listen, all take a nap? Nazi zombie nap? arm magic. That's the oh, answer. Okay, he flew them there. He summoned Falcor, and they all fucking flew there on a wish dragon. All right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Seriously, don't, don't make this movie into a sequel that I would actually enjoy. <laughs> uh, created a whole new genre here, man. Wow, writers of this movie. Don't break your arm jerking yourself off. <laughs> and then the Russians and the Nazis face off, like, right there. They had the drop on them. Why wouldn't the Russians flank the Nazis and get in, like, behind them and start slaughtering them, like, right away? Why would they, like, face... I don't know. That's a stupid note. Um, this, tank, this tank fight is so incredibly green screen and obvious. Yeah. It's brutal to watch. Uh, that better be the last fucking Star Wars quote, because I've only got like ten minutes left. I don't want to shut this off yet. Alright, has anyone ever played Total Eclipse of the Heart unironically in a movie? I would hope not. I don't, I don't think it exists. So here's the question. That whole ending scene with Total Eclipse of the Heart and a dude banging a rotting corpse, would you have preferred that or another Star Wars reference? <laughs> Star Wars reference because it's shorter. 
no, I couldn't take that another word. <laughs> if that chick had one more line of dialogue, I would have fucking Nazi armed my TV to death. I would have fucking punched <laughs> it. I would have been done. It's just fucking done. All right. So, final synopsis is that this too this movie is too dumb to be funny, and it's trying too hard to be funny to be scary. So it's just plain fucking lame, and forgettable, and boring. And I don't. I didn't enjoy watching it. Sorry, Plymouth. Uh, this is this is the very important sorry Plymouth section of the show because I like Plymouth. She, she's a really good person, and I really like her uh, contributions to the group. Even though she has said nothing about Phantom of the Paradise yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is payback for not jerking off Mass movie. <laughs> um, but no, Plymouth, you're good people. Uh, please don't be upset to the point that you don't want to be part of the group anymore. Because I feel like that happens sometimes. Um, but, alright. So, what did we watch this week? Uh, let's start with Scott. I watched this pile of shit. Uh, what else the fuck... Uh, what else did I fucking talk to you guys about the other day that I was watching? Humongous? Humongous! Ah, uh, Humongous. From 1980, I think it was. Or 81 or something. Um, it is not that great. 1982. Um, the the best part is actually in the beginning, and uh, sorry for being a fucking typical Scott comment here, but uh, the best part was definitely the the girl in the bikini dancing around on the boat because she's pretty attractive, but then she gets murdered. So uh, that works out. So, but this movie was trying real, real, real hard to be a um, kind of... Friday the 13th, but based on Labor Day kind of thing. I don't know. It was, again, at that point where it's cute because it's nostalgic, but then also not very good because it is definitely uh, trying to be serious 90% of the time, but then 10% of the time it's like, herder, let's make jokes. I mean, that's not new. I mean, they've been doing that since the fucking 80s. So, uh, yeah, that, that's really the only thing that I watched. I'm going to watch uh, the lot. I'm finally going to watch The Lost Skeleton of Cadavra this week and discuss it in next week's podcast. Oh, I love that movie so much. <laughs> um, how about you, Adam? Uh, I watched the newest season of Archer. I watched all of season six of Archer. The show's going downhill. Oof. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to get involved because I know my heart's gonna get broken. It's they. Lana had the baby, and so the whole season is about like using the baby as a prop to forward whatever the episode is about. So it's always like we gotta save the baby, we gotta protect the baby. It's. I mean, the show never needed you know a MacGuffin like that before to be good. So falling back on that now is feels tired, and it's just not as good as it once was. I always hate whenever a TV show introduces a baby character. And not just because I hate children, but because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, like, about 20 minutes ago, you're like, fuck, I'm so glad this annoying little shit in, in Dead Snow 2 died. And then now you're like, it's not just because I hate children. <laughs> but uh. it's, uh, like, every every show I've liked, once there's been the introduction of, like, the wacky parents that don't know what to do, it's always like, oh... There's no new jokes for this concept. Like, not a single new joke. Just stop. Stop doing those types of shows. Um, I, uh, I'll i save Kung Fury for last, but that's because that's the one I have the most to talk about. Um, 
I didn't actually watch that much this week. Uh, Weird-ass movie night, we watched UHF, which I've seen a million times already, but that movie's still a masterpiece that should be, uh, you know, praised and held up in high regard. Uh, and then last night, my friends have started a... They, they have converted their entire living room into a giant blanket fort, uh, for, and it has been for about, like, three months now. So uh, every other Saturday they have a movie trilogy blanket fort night, uh, and uh, last night was the Cornetta trilogy. So we watched Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End, and uh, all those movies are still really good. I like World's End a whole lot more the second time. Uh, I wasn't that impressed by it when I saw it in theaters, but I fucking love it now. Um, and then I watched Kung Fury, which uh, is a 20 minute mess um and i was saying uh, it's one of those movies it's kind of in the same vein as like a sharknado where i feel like everyone's like oh matt likes bad movies he's gonna love sharknado he's gonna love kung fury but like they don't understand that the things that i like about the bad movies is when they were you can tell that they were trying to do something right and they failed not when they have all this money to waste to just purposely make the most like ridiculous stupid piece of garbage like that's not entertaining to me <laughs> in the least no they lack sincerity yeah. that's what it's always about is like this person was sincere in what they were trying to do and it just turned out not the way that they wanted it to it, it turned out stupid but those movies it just they're from the get-go they're like <laughs> snickering to themselves like watch this this is gonna be hilarious <laughs> have either one of you attempted to watch kung fury yet I've just seen clips of it, and I've seen the David Hasselhoff the David music ha- video. The David Hasselhoff song is awesome. Like that's yeah. the highlight of the movie is that that song is fantastic. The fact that this guy originally wanted to make this a feature length, it would have been the most painful experience of my life to watch this movie as a feature length. But literally, like, I will tell you the plot synopsis right now. A guy is struck by lightning. And somehow gain, and bit by a snake and gets incredible kung fu powers, but his partner is murdered, so he refuses to have any other partners. Even when that partner is Triceracop, which is a cop with a Triceratops head, uh, he has to fight a giant arcade machine that has become uh, a living being. Uh, but the only way to do that, but it's been brought to life by Hitler, so the only way for him to stop it is to go back in time and murder Hitler. But he goes back in time too far and ends up in the Viking time. But then Thor comes and Thor helps him go to Hitler's time. And then when you think Kung Fury is about to die, Thor and Triceracops and a talking T-Rex come and help him. And then the movie's over. <laughs> like, it's the most... The, none of this has to make any sense. We don't care. It's funny because it's random. And guess what? It's not funny. None well, this it's it sounds like something like the three of us would get together and write it out and be like, "This sounds fucking hilarious," and then we'd actually make it and we'd go, "Ooh, <laughs> guys, like we we fucked up." No, like, I this, feel, is, this isn't good. I I agree to an extent. I feel like this is the type of movie that we would jokingly pitch, but never like we would never make that. We would joke around about that movie, but like halfway through, we'd be like, "No, it's fucking stupid." Like, the only uh, positive thing I can say is that my roommate did point out to me, he's like, look, you like Axe Cop, and this is basically like an Axe Cop movie, but the difference is that Axe Cop's written by an eight-year-old. <laughs> this is written by a grown man trying to write something that feels like Axe Cop. I, I would be in the corner like, guys, guys, what about Triceracop? And he'd both look <laughs> at me and be like, Adam, would you just calm the fuck down over there? <laughs> would you relax, please? <laughs> 
Oh God, it's it. I just wanted it to be so much better than it than it ended up being, and it just. And I mean, I guess there was part. I had already had a like an opinion kind of already dropped in my brain before I had watched it, because the day before I watched it, uh, Jason Trust, who uh, is the writer, director, and star of the FP, wrote a uh, a Facebook status essentially about like. Hey, you know, please stop posting this on my wall. Like, <laughs> I've seen it and I don't like it. He's like, this movie's trying to be an '80s film, but if this is what '80s films were like when I was growing up, I never would would have wanted to be a filmmaker. Like, this is embarrassingly an insult to '80s films. And that got into a that led to a fight with me with my roommate because he's like, well, that guy's full of shit because the FP is just as ridiculous and absurd as as uh, Kung Fury, and that's purposely trying to be a bad movie. And I'm like, no, it's not purposely... I, I would argue that the FP is not trying to be a bad movie. The FP is being an homage to, like, an 80s action slash, like, a Rocky-type film, but just replacing one element with something ridiculous and letting that be the joke. Not trying to shove it with as much ridiculous as you can possibly stomach because i think we've talked about it before like you're kind of allowed like one ridiculous you know what i mean like there's like one thing that you can put in there where you're like okay i get it that this is the thing but once you keep building onto that it's like no this doesn't work anymore that's probably the problem with dead snow too really it's a zombie movie okay i can accept it zombies with magic now you're losing me like it's it's one step too far well, Dead Snow 2 is about 12 steps too far. Fair enough. But, um, I, I fully agree with that statement. I think that uh, the FP is dripping with sincerity of somebody that really loved the product that they were making and didn't really care how fucking stupid it turned out, which made it turn out fucking great. It made it turn out <laughs> amazing. And yeah, he's only really got the one ridiculous concept in there. It's DDR. It's not like... You're DDRing against a Velociraptor who is also the mayor of Cheeseburger Town or something like that. Like, like dude, that was what? Get out of that. See, you think so, and then it turns out like fucking Kung Fury, and it's all fucked up. Scott, yeah, have you but... seen the FP? I didn't even know what you've been talking about until I Wikipedia'd it, and I'll watch that. Dude, it's really good. It's a draft house film, and it's really fucking good. Uh, the the director's going to be on this week's episode of the St. Mort Show, so I'm pretty stoked. This is the St. Mort Show on SoundCloud! Especially the Saint most Mort recent episode featuring Scott. <laughs> Scott was on again? Yeah, Scott was on the live panel episode for oh, uh, okay. Wrecking I was the Harmonies. You did a fucking St. Mort Show without <laughs> me with Scott. I'm going to be pissed. No, no, no. You were supposed to be there, but yeah, Canada yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. Fuck <laughs> um, Canada. No, God I was gonna say the, socialist bastards. The thing with the FP that that I also like is, did you ever? I, I mean, I have the DVD, so I've listened to the commentary track. Have you ever listened to the commentary track to that movie? No, I just watched it when it was on Netflix. He he talks about scenes and like, like you said, like it's the sincerity of like knowing the homage. And uh, I mean, this is not a spoiler, Scott, because it happens in the first five minutes. But in the first five minutes, the main character's brother dies while playing Dance Dance Revolution. And he's like, a lot of people are like, well, how did he die? And the answer is, I. it doesn't matter. It's just supposed to be that he has to die because that's what happens in every one of these movies where the guy swears off the sport until he's forced to come back. 
He's <laughs> like, it's it's just because that's what happens in Rocky Four. He's like, I had to do Rocky Four. Like, and it's like that's like the logic of it. And it's like, okay, I can I can accept that thought process of like, I don't care that it doesn't make sense. Because those movies that I'm trying to play an homage to don't totally make sense either. He's like, why is he a lumberjack after he re- retires? I don't know. Why was Rambo a lumberjack after he, after First Blood? Like, it's just kind of, that seems to be what everything's supposed to be in these movies. I, I would argue that the FP taking place in modern day is a more appropriate 80s film than Kung Fury, which claims that it takes place in the 80s. Um. So but, everybody watch the FP. Oh Plymouth. yeah, watch we're, the we're shit. We're sorry. Out. And listen um, to the St. Moore show. Talking show on about, yeah. Listen to the St. Moore show. On listen, yeah, listen, listen to Saint Scott Moore. and I try desperately to keep a rowdy crowd <laughs> and fail and fail oh, miserably. That one kid. So all right, real quick, because I'm sure a few people have listened to the episode because we did post it on the Facebook page or on uh, the uh, Reddit, Reddit page, page already. Um, yeah, there was that one kid. <laughs> like, who just kept interrupting to ask like where the Blair Witch was going to fall on the list and stuff like that. And it's like, you don't understand what this panel is at all. Uh, which led to Scott and I having a literal conversation of like, we was he trolling us or was he somewhere on the spectrum? And uh, after we that... We found pa- out later on. Yeah, but do- after that panel, you were positive he was trolling us. Yep. And then, uh, and then in future episodes, you will, because that kid came to pretty much every panel, um, you will hear in later panels like, oh, no, no, he, uh, he's on the spectrum somewhere. Oh, fuck. We're <laughs> outing this kid. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not, I'm not saying his name. <laughs> but, all right, that's, uh, that's all I got. Um, anybody else have anything to throw out there? Anything you need to promote? Uh, I want to promote people never watch this movie and it, pretend that it doesn't exist so that it just goes away. <laughs> All right. Well, in two weeks, we'll be watching Sweeney Todd, the uh, Tim Burton version of Sweeney Todd. Um, <sighs> uh, but next week, we'll be watching The Pack. Uh, and here is the trailer <sighs> for that. <laughs> Hi, baby. Can you see mommy? I can hear you, but I can't see you. Can you see me now, baby? Yeah. Mommy, who's that behind you? I'm really worried about Nicole. I I don't know where she is. Hey, Nicole! Nicole? I need your help. I can communicate with the other side, but you've got to go back in the house. You live 16 years in this house. You have no memory of this room. Damn it, what did you say? It's Burger!